If you're struggling with anxiety right now, I want to tell you about an amazing woman from my church. She gave me permission to tell you her story because she recently told me that anxiety has been part of her story for as long as she can remember. She actually had a very um, difficult, pretty tragic childhood, so being worried and afraid was kind of a survival mechanism. But as she got older and escaped the abuse of her past, she realized that she was looking at everyone in that same way, always nervous, always anxious, always wondering what if and, and what about. And yet when I knew her at our church, she seemed like such an amazing woman of faith. She just had this confidence and this peace about her. And I asked her the question, how do you, how do, you do that? How do you handle your anxiety? And here was her answer. Quote, I don't. I can't. It is only through Jesus that my victory is found. I love that answer. <laughs> like she's honest enough to say, this, this thing I struggle with, it, it's bigger than me. And I can't just rely on my willpower and my self-control to overcome it. I, I desperately need Jesus. That's why today, I want to encourage you to take this second step to dealing with anxiety. If you caught the last video, I reminded you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So you breathe deeply, tell your body physically that things are okay, and then you're ready for this. In the book of Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul says, do not be anxious about anything. Right, so, so whatever you're feeling anxious about, God wants to help you with that. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, I love that passage. There's so much gold in there. Let me just focus on one phrase to help you with your anxiety with thanksgiving. You know, sometimes when we're feeling anxious, we just think of all the things that are wrong or all the things that could go wrong. And the, the Apostle Paul, who himself is sitting in, in prison, he has a lot to worry about. He's, he's reminding his friends about gratitude. Uh, many years ago, I was seeing a counselor who was helping me escape some bad habits. And what I remember most about our counseling sessions was he told me that our brains are really bad at focusing on two things at the same time. If you ever tried to talk to a friend who was looking at her smartphone, this makes sense, right? <laughs> our brains can like kind of do two things, but, but not really. We can only focus one place at one time. And so the counselor told me, you know, maybe instead of saying, you know, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, you should start thinking about something else. And your brain, by its very nature, will kind of stop thinking about that. I wonder if that's some of the spiritual psychology the Apostle Paul is using here. You're anxious about all these things. You, you should talk to God about it. And he, he adds that little line, with thanksgiving. So let me give you this um, practical step. Um, if you're sitting in bed, uh, sitting in the car, your mind is racing, what if you tried to go from A to Z and thank God for the blessings that he's given to you? And maybe A, that the air that you breathe. Uh, maybe B, your, your boyfriend or your brother or some specific blessing. 
see, maybe you're eating custard or your cat is curled up in your lap or you have a, a close friend, like kind of inch your mind bit by bit into these good things that God has already given. Remind yourself what an amazing God you have. He gave you every blessing on the list. And don't forget about G for grace and M for mercy and F for forgiveness and J for Jesus. <laughs> There's so many good spiritual gifts that we have because of Christ. I can guarantee it'll fix it in a moment, but the Apostle Paul gives us this promise. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So brother, sister, breathe and pray. Pray with thanksgiving as you pray to God. Hey, hey, it's Pastor Mike. Thanks for listening today. This is actually something else I think you'd really enjoy, and it's our latest podcast from my friend C.L. Whiteside. Uh, I could gush about C.L. and his gifts and the message he's bringing to the Time of Grace community, but instead, I'm going to let C.L. tell you in his own words what his podcast is all about. There's this reoccurring theme on social media that I've been seeing on Instagram, on, on Twitter, on TikTok, and that theme is do whatever makes you happy. Man, that, like, I look at that, that's super dangerous to say. And I know what people really mean, though. They really mean is do what makes you happy as long as it doesn't bother me or it doesn't bother someone else that I, I care about. And why I say that's silly is because, like, our sinful nature, the desires of our flesh, will have us happily destroying ourselves. And what's eye-opening What's just fascinating is that the happiness we think this stuff of this world will bring us, like, it really doesn't last. Most people aren't going to tell you that truth. Most things on social media don't portray that. It seems like it lasts forever, but it doesn't. Join me, C.L. Whiteside, on my podcast, The Non-Microwave Truth. Search The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.